Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Fings. We're back, man. Episode 201. Yes, sir. All right, man. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, I was... <laughs> I had COVID, man. The last podcast we did, I came here. I mentioned Fennel a little under weather or whatever. Um, that was a little irresponsible of me to come in here and do that podcast and not get tested. But, yeah, turns out Eddie had COVID. And, uh, yeah, I had that shit for almost a week. Um, I'm COVID negative now, so that's why I'm here potting. But, yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. I mean, it's, it's nothing to be afraid about, folks. Shit's going to happen. Everyone's going to get this shit. Literally, everyone's going to get it. I had one bad day, and that was last Saturday on of last week. Um, and, yeah, man, it was crazy. But when you tell people you got COVID, they treat you like, like you did it. Like you did something wrong. <laughs> they act like you was out here having unprotected sex or something. You tell some you tell a motherfucker you had COVID, they'd be like, I told you about having unprotected sex, Eddie. You'd be like, excuse me? <laughs> what the fuck, man? But yeah, COVID was a hell of an experience, man. Um you feel I felt a little lethargic. Um I I had serious I, I had pretty serious congestion um problems. But that besides that, that was it. Um, when I sneezed, I could feel that shit in my chest. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. I was like, ah, chew. My chest was like, hey, yo. <laughs> Bing bong, fuck your life. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to Joe Byron right now? <laughs> Comedy. Yeah. But yeah, man, COVID was a hell of an experience, dude. Um, I would suggest that you take care of yourself, take vitamins, get a lot of rest, drink a lot of water because you will get COVID. I don't give a fuck how scared you are of this shit. You're going to get COVID. I don't give a fuck if you got nine different vaccinations. That shit ain't stopping COVID. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yes, right? a lot of people out here getting COVID with the vaccine. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You walking out here with all the booster shots, everything. The you- one thing that people say with the vaccine is that... Um, and it, it's it's more wishful thinking than anything, but they're like, man, I was it, it was bad with the vaccine. I don't know what I would have been like if I didn't have the vaccine. It's like you probably would have been in the same. You've been in the same boat. Same position, yeah. You just did what your daddy, Doctor Fauci, told you to do. <laughs> daddy Fauci. Your daddy was like, yeah, you like Doctor Fauci was like, you like that when I bend you over like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nasty visual. You don't want to spank it like that. <laughs> Doctor Fauci looked like he still be fucking, bro. I mean. Sh- yeah, that's part of health. Yeah, Dr. Fauci be like, when I'm not trying to protect myself from coronavirus, I'm getting some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dr. Fauci, man, I, I just started caring less and less. At the very beginning of COVID, I was listening to Fauci. Mm-hmm. But as time went on, I was like, man, fuck this dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Whenever I see him now, it's like, dude, he just became a character. He just hired freestyle. Not yeah. Really, yeah. He's like, well, if you if you walk on your tippy toes for two weeks, you can protect yourself against COVID. You'd be like, who the fuck? What scientist is coming up with all these different theories? Yeah. Like they need to st- they need to tell people to stop eating so many chicken sandwiches. That's how you protect yourself against COVID. <laughs> Reduce the amount of chicken sandwiches that you put in your body. And maybe just maybe your fucking immune system can protect you. Yeah. Nah, I think uh, it, it was. I don't know. I think. It's what we are seeing now is that it 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 was a lot of hype. I think yeah. if I have a, a if I have a like an album coming out or a movie coming out, 
I think the number one thing that I would do is hire the marketing team for COVID. Mm. And they would have me they would have me on every social media platform. They would have me on all these different talk shows and stuff like that cuz I think the the marketing plan for COVID was like it was out of here. Yeah. Everywhere you go, the conversation surrounding it, you know, everybody's talking about it. Kids, my niece is in kindergarten. She knows she's fully aware of COVID and why oh she God. needs to wear a mask and stuff like that. So yeah, but they a, push this shit on the kids so much they'll be in the middle of watching Barney and Barney will be like, "Hey kids, you should wear a mask to school." Yeah, exactly. I'm like this fucking you a dinosaur, nigga. What you know about <laughs> viruses, nigga? You it, extinct. Yeah, they hit you, you with a COVID. You got hit with a fucking asteroid, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey yeah. kids, you should really wear a mask to protect yourself against COVID. <laughs> I love you. You love me. Please don't get COVID-19 with a great <laughs> big hug and a kiss from me to you. Yo, I'm big negative out here, bro. Yeah. I am COVID negative. Big negative. I'm going to go to the store and kiss a stranger right now. Oh, God. That's how you got it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. During the, during the peak of the pandemic, though, it was... People was moving so wild out they here. They was, bro. They was. It, 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 I think people. I think people were maybe like the first week or so was like scared, scared. Like everybody was moving, oh, yeah. like not shaking hands and like sitting. You know, I I remember I had friends come to the office and they would be masked up, like making sure they were six feet away from me, just sitting here, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But then, like about a two, three weeks in, niggas was getting horny and females was getting horny. So, you know. The same, the same extremely liberal, liberal people that was like, you really need to wear a mask. I'm so tired of it. You need to wear a mask. Two weeks later, (laughs) sexual fluidity, sexual Sexual fluidity, fluidity. (laughs) pussy fluidity. I wonder, I wonder if there was like, uh, I wonder, I you know, maybe somebody can inbox us or something like that. Like, has anybody ever had sex with a mask on? Oh, that's what I want to know. That'd be so fucking stupid. That's some weird stuff. Imagine if you got a condom on your... No. Imagine if you got a mask on your face and no condom on your dick. That sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> COVID ain't on my dick. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, that's wild, bro. There's somebody like that, dude. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they... They got they walking around here with with whole, with a, a whole case of AIDS out here with a mask <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, th- don't be freaked out by this shit, man. Don't be freaked out by it. I really think we just need to take all these masks off. Just take them off. And I know people are gonna be like, "Oh my god, that's so stupid." You cannot walk around in fear your whole fucking life. Take these goddamn masks the fuck off. Take them all off. We're all gonna get COVID. Mm-hmm. Take them off. If you're that scared, focus on being more healthy, man. Get to the gym. Eat a better diet. Because truth be told, that's what you should have been doing anyway. Like, we've been getting a common cold for how many years? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's, it shouldn't be this alarming. You will get COVID. I'm not trying to, like, put a curse on you and tell you that you'll get it because I'm telling you, no. You will get it. Probability is you will. And you probably had the shit once or twice already. Get over it. Like there's there's little small lingering effects after you've had COVID, but they go away, man. 
No one wants to get COVID. Though. No, no one wants to get COVID, but you yeah. will. You're going to get it whether you like it or not. Co- yeah. COVID is not out here asking niggas for consent. Ha! <laughs> okay? COVID is. COVID ain't like, COVID is not liberal. It's not like, <laughs> excuse me, is okay if I put my hands on your, <laughs> my hand on your thigh, please? <laughs> nah, that's real. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get it. So if it, if it came down to, you know, whatever preventative measures they have out there that may or may not work, yeah. if I don't get it because of those things, I... I'll be good. I was breathing on you last week, yo. But I didn't get it, though. Yeah, luckily. You probably got it right now. It's maybe asymptomatic. I don't think, I don't, I don't know too many people that are asymptomatic. The people that, and also you wouldn't, you would probably not get tested unless you're going to an event or something and being asymptomatic. But everybody, nobody knows. No one that, that I know personally that has had it has had like a good time. Most people say they got over it, and obviously, if you're yeah. alive, you're kind of like, like, dang, man, it wasn't that bad. But like when they were in it, it was like a lot of times it was ugly. Whether they couldn't taste, or my my mom said she was nauseous. My brother was like, you know, throwing up and stuff like that. So, and then the, also, you just don't know the unknown of you know as far as as far as me getting it. Like I don't know how I would feel, and I don't I don't personally want to feel that. So yeah, Keith had COVID, but it was in his hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eddie did too. That's why he wore a hat every week. <laughs> Keith didn't have COVID. He had Comet. <laughs> Comet 19. <laughs> That's comedy. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, I don't want to keep reiterating the same point, but please don't be afraid, folks. Don't be scared of this shit. You're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. Everybody in your family, maybe even your dog. Sparky's gonna get this fucking shit. Yeah, they wasn't they wasn't early on that the dogs was uh yeah. the dogs was getting cold. I think it was a lot of it's a lot of lies going around though. Yeah, there's a lot of lies. It was people were just rushing. Well, one, um some of the the headlines that were coming out were inaccurate because they were you know, writing headlines based yeah. off of, you know, Fear. scientific articles that, you know, they may have only took a sentence out. Uh-huh. Um, and then also there was just like, there's certain um, journals that, or blogs or whatever that they don't have much integrity. So they're just putting out false information or trying to be the first to have, you know, some, some headline or whatever. Um, and then too, like, you know, I, I want to uh, equate it to like the real world. In in terms of like, you know, there are people that are, uh, that know someone that has passed away from COVID, but I don't personally know anyone that has died due to COVID. And yeah. I think that um, just based off of my reality, it's not that bad. Yeah. Everyone I, that, that I know is like, you know, has a similar story to Eddie. Right. Yeah. To me, it wasn't that bad. I've had one bad day. I was really lethargic on Saturday. I was kind of feeling shitty like that but like ultimately i wasn't like put me on the ventilator man i can't make it uh-huh. mm-hmm. and, and all those uh sound effects i was making but yeah towards the beginning of covid motherfuckers were lying putting out these really dramatic headlines mm-hmm. like they show like they talked about animals getting it they show a picture of like a house cat with his motherfucking tongue hanging out of his mouth and shit and you're yeah. like bro that's kibbles and bits that did that shit it wasn't the covid didn't do that yeah, that yeah, was animals, animals ain't catching COVID. That cat got sick from eating whiskers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's that cat? What's the uh, cat food called? Is it whiskers or the friskies? What's it called? I don't know. I ain't never had no cat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Niggas don't really. You know what I'm saying. I yo be very wary of people that got cats, bro. They just different people, though. Why you say that? I don't know, cause cats is cats is some of the most like judgmental animals ever, bro. 
Cats have real personality. Yeah, they'll just look at you and turn their head and walk off. Like, nigga, I feed you. You better <laughs> show me some respect in my okay, house. No renter. And they just leave when they want to. Yeah. They leave yeah. and go fuck and shit and come back all late like a teenager. And be pregnant. Yeah, yeah. that's facts. Yeah. Cats be out there having that the, that cats be having some wild sex, yo. Cats have aggressive sex. They be like, <laughs> they be like, yo, that does not sound like consent. No, I'm in, in reality, <laughs> a lot of uh, animals don't have consensual sex. Really? But uh, yeah, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of animals that be raping each other. That's what Peter really need to address. Yeah, you need to go into these, you know, uh, primate communities and lions and all these all these animals that's out here raping each other. That's not right. Yeah, exactly. They need to do. They need to put a stop to this. Exactly. You know, I mean, hey, they, like. You know, we make a big deal out of Bill Cosby, but what about Bill Catsby? Okay, what That's about facts. him? Yeah, yeah. Let's get this. Let's get this little furry bastard off the streets. They have a uh, they have a new documentary coming out with uh, Bill Cosby, and the the trailer is crazy. I seen it. Yeah, they in there basically saying this nigga had lines in the show. Yes, that was like telling this talking to, about yeah. like drugging women. I'm like, yo, this nigga's wild. He's like, once you put a little bit of frazzle snazzle. Yeah. You never know. They Put they to sleep real quick. They really like my juice. They love <laughs> to drink my juice. And yeah, they, that nigga is a sick man. They get real sleepy. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Yeah, this dude is sick, man. Bill Cosby is a sick motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It's not normal to give women drugs and have sex with them. Yeah, it's not the, normal. Yeah, and especially, and I'll say this before we move on. In 2022, folks, especially the men out there, stop having sex with intoxicated women. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop. Because yeah. women could be very pushy and very aggressive when they start drinking and they want some dick real bad. And you like, hey, look, just chill. Like, no, nah, it's all good. Just get some sleep. Yeah. I will literally sleep. I will let you sleep in my bed and you could sleep on the couch because I'm not having no sex with no girl that's drunk. That's just not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I have a heart. If you drunk, if you happen to come by my house and you want some dick and you drunk and all wild and stuff, I'll be like, you know what? I'll take the couch. You could just sleep in my bed until you, you know, wake up. Until you sober up. You sober up. And then if you sober and you want some dick, then I'll fuck you then. There you go. Yep. You ain't, you ain't staying over here for nothing. No, I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This breakfast ain't free. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, switching gears. Um, cowboy fan goes viral. I don't know how many of you guys watched the game last week. But um, there was a couple people that turned into memes, and one of them was this dude holding this girl, right? The girl's crying, and he's, like, consoling her during the Dallas game, which is literally one of the most fucking hilarious memes ever. That meme's going to live for a very long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to live for a very long time. And my Niners had <laughs> – my Niners put their ass out. Now, this is what it said. When that picture went up and it went and it hit the Internet, there was a woman that was dating that guy because – and she mentioned that – that girl with him was his side chick. And this is what it says. Um, the girl's name is Miss Karina. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Yes, this is my trash ass ex who is a serial cheater. And that is his side chick. We are no longer together. And we haven't been for a while. But he continues to lie all day, every day, just like he lied about this trip when he swore it was a guy's trip. He also told me he had cut this girl off, but clearly that was another lie. I normally wouldn't post my business, but literally my phone is blowing up. And while I appreciate you guys sending me this picture, I don't need to see it anymore. 
And for all those that don't know what I'm talking about, it is the picture of the Dallas Cowboy fans. It's a chick. He got his arm around her, and he got a, a weird haircut. His head looks like a penis, and he's got a, <laughs> and he's got a chain around his neck. Mm-hmm. But this is what I'm saying. If you're going to be a cheater, there's no way to really – there's no right way to do the wrong thing. But, like, you could never outrun the reach of the internet. Mm-hmm. If you're doing some shit that you shouldn't be doing, make sure you do it where there's no phones. Because if you are anywhere where there are phones, motherfuckers will see you. Imagine trying to get some pussy behind your girl's back and you turn into a global meme, bro. That's not a phone, though. That's national television. That's even worse. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a five, six million people watching you around the world. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it it it. I guess it only matters in the context of like his girl seeing it. Exactly, because we we seen that and we just seen a sad cowboy fan. But you know his girl and the people that knew his girl seen that and was just like, "Yo, why your why your man's you know hugged up with somebody else?" Nah, that's wild. Yeah, bro, that shit. Was, and it was another one of some drunk girl crying. Mm-hmm. Imagine how like this shit's gonna. The thing about the internet. And I don't know who the cameraman was with the Cowboys, or excuse me, with the network, with Fox. Mm-hmm. But that motherfucker was doing that shit on purpose. Because he, oh, yeah. he was finding multiple people in the Dallas Cowboys fans. Yeah, He had a, the black girl. Uh, she was with her, I guess, her probably her sister or her cousin. And she looked so angry. Mm-hmm. And then she got a phone call during the game saying that, that she was being televised, and then the girl like was on the phone, and then she recognized that she was on there, mm-hmm. and then she like start like smiling and stuff. Yeah, but no, nah, you was just super sad a minute ago. Mm-hmm. That's no, shit. that's the, I mean that's the name of the game. You have to find. Um, it's uh, television is about facial expression, so yeah, you know there are people that are that are they're producers, and then the camera guys they're like looking for people's reaction to plays or sad moments or whatever so yeah that's the yeah that girl was like crying during the third quarter yo like one mm-hmm. girl was crying and it, she was like it was so hilarious the amount of like passionate tears that she had coming down her face mm-hmm. that's one thing i love man not only love being a 49er fan but i love watching opposing fans crying in the stands mm-hmm. like you got <laughs> real motherfucking tears coming <laughs> out man yeah yeah, dude. That's I like it. I like it in certain teams. I don't. I mean, overall, I don't care. But Cowboy fans, they just like annoying. Uh, Raider fans for sure. Yeah, like some of the most annoying. I wouldn't fans. laugh at no Raider fans though. Them motherfuckers got a knife on there in there, man. They showed an old video. It was the Raiders versus the Chargers, and uh, the Charger fan was arguing with the dude, and then the Raider fan just pulled a knife out of midair, bro. I don't know where the knife came from, that's but why. but he stabbed him in there, and he stabbed him real quick. Yeah. That guy has got a uh, a bachelor's in stabbing. The way he stabbed that guy, yeah, he he definitely has stabbed quite a few people in his lifetime. It's been many, like especially uh, like Raider Raider Forty Nine er games, like fights oh and big all fights, stuff. Yeah. yeah, people dying and all that. Raider fans, bro, they don't even be knowing who on the team half the time. They be like Raiders, <laughs> Raiders. <laughs> Who's y'all starting quarterback? I don't even know. Raiders! Rich Gannon. He be like, Rich Gannon ain't played in so long. <laughs> yeah, bro. Raider fans, bro, it's a multitude of different personalities. You got real Raider fans that's regular, everyday, tax-paying people. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Raider fans that's, you know, uh, not that. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
They ain't paying no taxes. Yeah, yeah, they they probably been in and out of prison. Man, yeah. I wonder I, how the Las Vegas fans are. The the uh, I don't know. I, I no can imagine there's a rah rise the Oakland. Nah, but it's a, a lot of people travel to Las Vegas, so you got a lot of people. They have direct flights going to those games, man. Oh, really? For a minute in Bakersfield, they had direct flights that went there. To where? To Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be a dope thing, man. <clears throat> I, they don't, I don't think they have direct flights anymore to Vegas, but I would do it. I think it's like $65 or some shit at the time or $80. Mm, that's Dude, dirt cheap. That's dirt cheap. Mm-hmm. I, that's better than driving. I would totally do that. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. I'd be home yeah, the same day. Yeah. Not to mention I'm saving so much money. You spend more money driving with gas than fucking mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, just not driving is is, is enough. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like the story of my life. You know, I yeah. drive all the time, so I totally wouldn't. The ba- the airport in Bakersfield is, it's when people what people don't realize. Um, the only convenience of going to LAX is that you can get direct flights places. Yeah. But the amount of money, the amount of gas you spend in going up the grapevine, and then you yeah, know, having to come back or you know parking your car at the LAX or whatever. Like, oftentimes you could just catch a flight out of Bakersfield and yeah. have a layover and be and be cool. But no, I think I think I think that guy was moving like more so like Kanye West than anything. What do you mean? Cuz he he you know, they the girl said that they broke up. Um and yeah. he she she said that he lied about um the whole situation, but yeah. You know, just the just publicly being with some female um and when you're at a football game and you have pretty good seats like that, you know there's a potential that you could, you know, end up on TV. And you hugged up with some female, you know, maybe weeks after, you know, and it, it's probably the girl that you cheated on your, yeah, your of course. ex-girlfriend That's what with. She said. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's just like, I don't know, just, he just, you know, he just taking a Kanye West route. But no, not even a Kanye West route. If, if you're a piece of shit as a man, right? If you're not a piece of shit as a man, it's hard for you to comprehend why certain men do this. But I could tell you why he did it. He didn't. He wasn't with that girl at the game because he loved her. He was with that girl at the game because she bought the tickets. Uh, <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. If you yo yo, if you really out here playing girls, bro, and you don't love them, you're not gonna pay that much money for a girl that you don't really care about. Mm-hmm. So, if she buying the tickets. Like if, if women, you gotta think about it. Women that deal with men like this have to be stupid enough to deal with men like this. Yeah, you know. And men, the, the, these type of dudes have to have a rotation of dumbass women to keep falling for this shit. Because mm-hmm. any woman with half a brain is not gonna fall for a guy like that. Any woman with half a brain would not be a Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh the man! The cool part about that game is like me being a Forty ers fan and having. Um, a smidget of faith in our team this year, primarily because we have a average quarterback. Below I, average. I knew that the Dallas Cowboys would screw it up. Like, they just have a history going back, you know, to the Tony Romo days and fumbling the uh, the the field goal and all this. Like, they just have a history of just screwing things up. So yeah. I knew that would happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. That's that year. Wait. Tony Romo fucked the snap up and tried to run it in and got hit. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing the Seahawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, man. It never gets old watching Dallas get put out. Then And then there was a time that they were playing Green Bay, 
And Des Bryant, I guess they said that it wasn't a catch, mm-hmm. and it it, it could have oh, been a, he, when he scored that touchdown. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, I think that they said he, he landed on the ground and popped up and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, Dallas fans, this got to be tough, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you have a history of actually being a great franchise, and then yeah, you just turn into this, it's sad. bro. What's crazy when we went into Dallas, I was like, "Yo, we gonna have to score," but bro, we shut them down. Yeah, the Niners shut they ass down. Ceedee Lamb didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Mari Cooper didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Michael Gallup, I think he played, but he didn't do shit. Yeah, and then fucking uh, uh, Cedric Wilson was the only one that really did anything. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do shit. So the Niners shut that shit the fuck down. The only one that was getting off was the tight end Schultz. Uh, Schultz, mm-hmm. Schultz, I think his name was Andrew Schultz. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> yeah, he was he, he was doing his thing. He's a pretty good tight end. But besides that, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then Dak's dumbass. Dak had a fucking Tony Romo oh, yeah. moment. Yeah, that was definitely one of those like Dak Prescott stupid ass took off running. And then he didn't give the ball to the fucking ref because the ref has to spot the ball. And they just try to line. They just try to line. Just try to line up. You can't do that. This yeah. this is proves that when your quarterback is under pressure, who is he? Who is he? He proved who he was. He just wasn't. The moment was too big for him. Yeah. The same like if you look at today's game with Josh Allen and freaking um, Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God, they, the, the quarterback wasn't big. And- too big for either of those either guys. one of those josh man josh allen is a hell of a fucking quarterback man i feel so bad he didn't win the game mm-hmm. and then patrick mahomes came back like yeah man we won the game it was a really tight <laughs> game patrick sound like he is like still going through puberty i don't think he's i don't think he's 18 yet man <laughs> his arm has grown though yeah man oh man that shit was wild i can't <laughs> believe the chiefs won that fucking game Man, Tyreek Hill is a burner. That guy is fast. Yeah. My God, dude. Speed kills, man. It does, because he ran all the way to the fucking Yeah, he, I mean, people were in position to make a tackle, but when you just so so much faster than everybody on the field, like, it just doesn't matter. Yeah, that's just, a, an offense is too much. And now, mm-hmm. I really, really hope for the life of me that the Bengals could put their punk ass out. Please, Bengals, put out the fucking Chiefs. Put they these motherfuckers. They do it, man. They got, they got, they got a good team. Yeah. They got a good quarterback. Yeah, I think the Niners are going to beat the Rams again, so we might be seeing the fucking Niners and the Chiefs again. If they see that, I'm a little worried because Jimmy ain't shit, and we got to go against fucking Patrick Mahomes, uh, biracial ass again. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, I, I'm I mean, tired of biracial quarterbacks. I'm so sick of them. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> Kyle Shanahan learned his lesson. I think he's uh, learned to manage the clock a little bit better mm-hmm. than he did. In the in the Falcons uh, loss and then in uh, in the Super Bowl loss with the Niners, so yeah, man, yeah, all right. But here's the thing: I'll say this before we switch <clears throat> switch on to the next topic. Um, if you're going to be doing anything that you probably shouldn't be doing, don't go to a Dallas Cowboy game, okay? Because chances are y'all gonna lose, and not only will you lose, but it will add insult to injury if they find out you're cheating on your wife, okay? That was his wife. No, I wasn't his wife. Oh, I was like, what? Yeah, I was just giving an example. Yeah, but I'm, I don't, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what his, I felt like he did, a lot of that was intentional. He could probably, he could obviously lie to his girl, but I couldn't imagine him not knowing that he's at a, a sporting event with, you know. He knows, but, yeah, you but know what the are the potential. odds, Keith? What are the odds that you get spotted out of every fan in there? They're not very high. 
That's true. I just feel like when you go to a game, you know there's a chance that you could be on TV. Because they do all the like dance cams and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. But the, <clears throat> it's like, dog, you have to realize that the chance of that isn't as high as you think. It's not as high as you think. It, it's not a high chance, but you know it's possible. It's 100%. Because you're, when you're sitting at the game, you see the cameras around. You know that every time whatever images they're showing during the game are also playing on the big screen and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you know around the, the thing that they're showing people on the uh, on the big screen and stuff like that. So What I will say is I think that every Dallas fan should definitely try to be in a daytime soap opera or a novella because they are the best actors. Super dramatic. Oh, super fucking dramatic. Mm-hmm. They should totally be in a daytime soap opera or novella. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Especially the girl that was crying. He was holding her. I was just like, yeah, this definitely looks like a scene from a show that I've yeah. seen. This definitely looks like a scene that I've seen on Univision. Now, I want to see his rebuttal, though. Like, what what does he have to say about... Because she, you know, the girl had, spoke her piece, but I want to hear what he has to say. Maybe he would be like, man, I've been done with you so long. Like, where, why are you worried about what I'm, what I'm doing? You know, I just want to hear both sides of the story. He doesn't have to say anything. Why not? Because he's going to end up fucking that girl anyways. I'm, the, the same girl that complained... That those type of women that deal with men like that, they will say all these things and do absolutely nothing. Oh, you mean the you mean he could still yeah, smash could, the ex? Yeah, he could still fuck the ex because she's stupid. She still cares if she's yeah, saying something. Yeah, yeah. If somebody, if somebody, a man that that sucks that much as a human being, you shouldn't even waste any time addressing it. Saying, "Oh, I don't usually tell my business." You can tell you do. Yeah, you can tell you tell your you tell your business. Also, I wonder how many mess. people were hit were actually hitting her up. Yeah, probably it probably it couldn't have been too it. Uh, it probably she's just, just a regular person, regular so person. I could imagine like it ain't it ain't you know I only know a few people. It ain't it ain't that heavy out here. You know like, what? You ain't I, no celebrity. Yeah, I'm gonna come out and say it. I think she was cashing in on a viral moment. Yeah, because it, it could have been like five people hitting her up. Yeah, it could have been family, five. friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because nobody really knows the inner working of your sorry ass relationship. <laughs> We don't even know you. <laughs> nah, nobody, nobody really knows you like that. So it's like nah. it did have it did add layers to the meme, which is interesting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he could cash that in for an NFT or something like that. I don't know. That'd be yeah, that'd be a hell of an NFT. <laughs> you know, it'd be a you know it and but the name of the NFT would be like cheating Dallas Cowboy fan NF cheat NFT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. All right, switching gears. Um, recently, Jay Z and Meat Mill um, have collaborated in order to uh, fight, basically, the judicial system from using lyrics and songs um, against artists. Let me go ahead and give this more context. Uh, here it is. Um, Jay Z, Meat Mill, and others urge lawmakers to stop using rap lyrics as, as evidence in court. Several prominent rappers, including Jay Z, Meat Mill, Killer Mike, and Fat Joe, lent their names to be to a letter supporting New York Senate, uh, New York State Senate Bill um, S seven. That's not important. Um, AKA rap music on trial. The bill seeks to limit the use of rap lyrics as evidence to use. In criminal cases, uh, something that overwhelmingly affects black and brown defendants, the letter obtained by Billboard states that rap is not afforded the same artistic leeway as other forms of art. Rather than acknowledging rap music as a form of artistic expression, police and prosecutors argue that lyrics should be interpreted literally 
In the words of one prosecutor as autobiographical journals, the letter reads, even though the genre is rooted in a long tradition of storytelling that privileges figurative language, is steeped in hyperbole and employs all of the same poetic devices we find in more traditional works of poetry. Uh, Okay, hold on. Here's one that needs to be read. The rap music on trial bill passed on committee on Tuesday by an 8-4 vote, bringing bringing it closer to the full Senate decision. A similar bill is awaiting a committee vote in New York State Assembly. Lyrics were used as evidence in Draco the Ruler's final trial, Draco the Ruler's first trial held in California in January of last year. The Maryland Court of Appeals ruled that lyrics could be admitted as evidence of a defendant's guilt in a murder uh, trial, setting the attorney setting setting what attorney Dina Lapolt told Variety in a dangerous pre uh, pre descent. Whatever. Um, here's the thing. I don't think this is something affecting um, primarily black and brown people. Let's not make this a race thing. I think it's affecting stupid people because if you commit a crime and you put it in a lyric. You're a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. That's called incrimination one-on-one, stupid. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Don't put this bullshit in music. Stop putting it in the music. Just to be honest. Now, you can say, well, this they don't research. And I love hip-hop. Let me, let me preface everything I'm about to say with stating that I love hip-hop music. Right? I do. But I love hip-hop music. I love the J. Coles of the world. I love other artists. And I like some artists that don't really have the great of a message. But what I will say is if you write things literally, they should be taken literally. If you are mentioning a dude named Gilbert that got shot in the face and you're giving details of that account and they use it in court, guess whose fault that is? Yours. Yeah. That's just completely ignorant. And by the way, it's just a lyric to you, but it's somebody else's life. What if somebody died and you're just nonchalantly bringing it up in your song? I'm pushing P and killing people and shooting them in the face. <laughs> like, are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. That's ignorant. No, I think I think I think this conversation would be different if there were a bunch of cases going around where. Say, for example, like me, I release a song and it's like uh, this this story about someone uh, shooting somebody or somebody getting killed. Um, I think most people would know my character enough to realize that it was a song or just like artistic merit or whatever the case. But the people that gen- generally write these shoot 'em up, bang bang, gang bang songs are generally people that have lived that sort of lifestyle and may have a criminal history, may have a you know been in possession of a weapon or whatever the case may be. So th- this. This law doesn't really apply to the type of people that we're talking about in right. court. You right. know, it'd be different if these were like, you know, somebody that just happened to get caught up in, in a situation. But I think that and uh Jay Z is a person that, you know, when when the um when he was asked about um, you know, fixing up the projects or donating money to the projects, one thing that he mentioned was like, you know, we have to fix the root of the problem first before we, you know, start pouring in money to to uh, to the projects or whatever. Like we have to f- change people's mentalities before we just start pouring in money to because uh, yeah. they're going to it's a cyclical thing. So they're just going to end up in the same position. I would 
say like maybe he should use that same ideology in in this situation as well like you know we're trying to fix the back end of the problem where people in, are ending up in court for yeah. whatever reason but like why not change the 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 root of the problem right. whereas like preventing or stopping these artists from talking about killing people and then not only talking about talking about it is one thing, but these are the same people that are actually talking about it, and then also doing things to get them in trouble. Yeah, it's one thing when you're, and um, to my knowledge, say say like a guy like uh, Twenty One Savage, right? You know, he's a person that you know generally references like shooting people and you know sliding on people and stuff like that. But he kind of lives a, a fairly clean, like he's a more mature person now. He lives yeah. a fairly clean lifestyle. Um, but there are people you know, that are like actively, you know, rapping about these things and then they're still getting in trouble. So what I, I say that to say like, one, we should change the lyrics, but also, you know, these artists are generally just like, they don't move very smart. You know, there's no. people that, you know, there's artists that are, you know, millionaires and, you know, have six figure incomes yearly and they still out here fighting. They still out here. So stupid. Gang banging, hanging in the hood and stuff like that. And then they get in trouble. And then it's like as as, as a, a DA or as a lawyer or whatever, um, I'm going to use my re- all my resources. Exactly. So all that all them songs you got talking about sliding on this gang or sliding on yeah. that gang or disrespecting this person. Like this is I'm going to just, you know, you're making my job easy on top of yeah. the fact that there's already cameras around and stuff like that. So, yeah. It's it's we live in a we live in a society too where especially these young artists they want to do something stupid and then they want recognition for something that they did that was dumb. Yeah. There there is like there was a couple of bank robbers that robbed a bank and then like literally the next day they was on on Instagram live like yeah we out here getting money y'all know how we do it boy you know what I'm saying getting money holding up money to their head and they, um. you know they're 19, 18, 19 years old mm-hmm. holding money up to their head and then people just like yeah let's just go arrest them. And these are the same people that robbed the bank. I'm like, oh, my God. You could have literally had all that money if you just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what's so crazy, too, about America? It's not. It's like our own ignorance. This can happen anywhere. Our own ignorance to get us in trouble. But, for example, you want people, you want the judicial system to stop using these lyrics as incriminating evidence. But I on I feel two ways. I feel like you shouldn't search rap music to look for crime, but I also think that if there happens to be crime in hip hop, that the motherfucker should be arrested. Mm-hmm. I feel two ways about it, bro. Yeah, but it's weird. Like we live in a country where you can go to McDonald's every day and gain seventy five pounds, and then sue McDonald's because you said it made you fat. Mm-hmm. Like, you put the burgers in your mouth. Nobody made you do it. That's the point I'm trying to make. May have not been the greatest analogy yet at the beginning, but... (laughs) Nah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, nobody made you eat McDoubles, bro. Yeah. Nobody made you eat Filet-O-Fish sandwiches. Filets of fit, that must be fire. You can force me to eat those. I would love. It. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. Especially if they, you know, what I'm saying they warm. Because a lot of times people don't really eat those that much. So yeah. you might get an old patty or whatever. But imagine if somebody got in your face and be like, "You better eat these damn filet of fish sandwiches, <laughs> boy." I'd be like, "Don't threaten me with a good time." <laughs> 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 like, and I hate when people be like, "McDonald's is so nasty. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross, bro." I'm gonna keep it a buck. I like McDonald's, dog. 
Yeah, me too. I, I do. I'm not gonna lie. And when they when when they make it fresh, oh man. I generally feel terrible after eating McDonald's, but I definitely <laughs> like it. <I> definitely. <laughs> what do you be eating usually? Any anytime I eat anything with beef, I just feel terrible afterwards. Did the beef make me feel a little? It does make me feel a little bit off. <laughs> I be feeling weird. I feel like I feel like it's it's taking a long time to digest. <laughs> Yeah. It feel like when you eat the beef at McDonald's, it'd be like, we in here, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we in here, bro. We ain't going nowhere. I ain't never had COVID before, but I definitely ate a McDouble and I felt like <laughs> I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I <make> COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, McDonald's burger gave you <laughs> gave you my- myocarditis. <laughs> Oh my God, yo! Yeah, that's wild. Oh, that's hilarious, yo! Because mm-hmm. I thought it was. Sometimes I'll be thinking things just happen to me. I'll be like, yo, I feel weird when I eat this or <laughs> that, and he'd be like, nah, I feel sick too. <laughs> nah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think you. We was eating something that was like real sweet, and I was like, yo, after I eat this, I'll be feeling weird. He was like, man, I'll be feeling. Hell weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about uh, like. Um, like the heartburn from like tomato sauce. Oh, that stuff too. Yeah, mm-hmm. we was talking about like some cookies or some another time mm-hmm. too, though. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, I can't eat that much sugar. I feel weird." He's like, "Me too, bro." <laughs> nah, yeah, I'd be having it. That's 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 why it's important to like. Not that this is like super deep, but just yeah. to express yourself to sometimes. Cause yeah. You'd be like, sometimes you be in your head thinking you're the only person going through something. But. Yeah, bro. I be yeah. yeah. And it's like when I go to like Burger King, which is very rare, but if mm-hmm. I ever eat like from Burger King or Carl's Jr., when you eat their burgers, you could taste the charbro all day. Oh, yeah. Like you yeah. burp and you could taste that mm-hmm. shit. Hey, for anybody, uh, hit us with an inbox or something. Whenever you eat like a charbro burger from like uh, um, freaking... Uh, Burger King or Carl's Jr. Can you taste that motherfucker all day, or is it just me? Yeah. And while we're here, make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube. Go channel, to the hit YouTube the notification bell and all that good stuff. Go to the YouTube so you mm-hmm. won't get COVID. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, you don't you go, watch our YouTube, you won't get COVID. Yeah, I put COVID on you if you don't subscribe, bro. Mm-hmm. Nah, but- <laughs> it's probably gonna be one of them little things pop up at the bottom. Because you know when you mention COVID, it's like the health and safety yeah, protocol. <laughs> right yeah. underneath it is an yeah. ad. Right underneath that is an ad for filet yeah. fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try the filet fish three for three thirty three. <laughs> they probably put the pay sponsorship little tag. Up McDonald's. There <laughs> Are you loving it? Imagine like sponsors gonna work different. Like in the future with podcasts, it's gonna stop me from talking. Do you want the new filet fish? <laughs> DraftKings. Go to DraftKings right now. <laughs> New Amsterdam vodka. <laughs> oh, Shout out man. to a million dollars worth of game. Man. Yeah, a million dollars worth of game. The way they do their freaking ads <laughs> is so hilarious, especially Wallow. Shout out to Wallow. He need to learn how to read, but he he cool. He cool like, Yo, listen, man. Look, 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 look. All you got to do is go there right now. I'm talking about heart erections. I'm talking about all night long. I'm talking about make your girl come four times. I'm talking about try Roman swipes. Go to getroman.com right now and go check out. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Some of y'all can't make it to the fourth quarter, man. Some of y'all can't make it to the fourth quarter. You just got to get Ro- Roman Swipes Vodka, man. Whoop, 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 whoop. Roman Swipes Vodka? <laughs> that was an accident. God damn. That's some powerful shit. You got to rub vodka on your dick. God damn. That's one hell of an erection. Imagine if, imagine if they had Viagra or something. And inside of Viagra was a shot of tequila. <laughs> Your dick would be too hard. 
That's a real. I, I was talking about the Henny dick. That might be the new man. The new a little shot of Hennessy in there with some with some with some blue chew. Jeez Louise! Take it to the next level. Yeah, your girl be like, "Look, we done, bro. Like, I, I can't take no more with that that tequila pill you've been taking. That tequila pill. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh man. No, nah, I think. Yeah. Uh, but no, and like, I just, I just feel like, um, we got to just change the tone of 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 music. And yes. they they kind they try to bring this point in there, like you know, they're not doing this in country music or rock music or whatever, but. The type of crimes that are affiliated with with other genres of music are not uh, like murders. Oftentimes, no. you know, obviously there's stuff that happens in every genre, but at a way higher clip, you know, we're losing artists to murders. Uh, you know, yeah, almost every month it seemed like. Yeah, it's nuts. So I I, I just think that um, that should be the narrative like you know yeah. you know that's that's one fight right if you know if you want to fight that fight but also let's let's talk about like the subject matter in songs you know what i mean and, yeah. and it's one thing to it's one thing too like even if you say you're an og like and you you a guy that's you know you're trying to change your life and you're speaking about things in a way where it's like i used to do this i used to be you know jumping kids in or i used to sell drugs i used to blah 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 but the thing that i find most problematic is that these artists are currently talking about things that yeah that they're doing i think um <clears throat> what did his name like something melly why why yeah, why like they used his lyrics yeah, and, it, yeah. yeah and, and it's pretty um graphic yeah and the evidence is pointing towards him actually being the person that murdered and he was singing too yeah yeah one song woke up in this morning i had murder on my mind like you literally are singing about murder and you're a fucking murderer that that's why i can't really like side with jay-z and meek mill i'm like these (laughs) niggas is murdering people And even without the evidence, he's still going to get convicted. But the evidence is just like some some extra sauce. I mean, the music is just extra sauce. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it's just it's just a very unfortunate situation. But the the thing too, just the deeper message beyond just the court stuff is like, yo, the message like we gotta we as grown men, especially in hip hop, like future me and him to say we both thirty six. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, Percocet, Molly Percocet, Mercocet, Polly Percocet. And then now it's just some whip, all- whip. You said what? <laughs> <laughs> now it's some new shit. Now it's pushing P. Pushing P. Yeah. Pushing P. Pushing P. Nobody really even knows what the fuck that means. But what we, I, uh, they know what it means. They know what it means. But I took what I, the way I interpret it is to talk about pushing pussy, like selling girt women. That's what I took. Yeah. But I to, mean, I guess it's so. Gunna talked about it on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, but supposedly pushing P is just anything that's good. Or I think it's I think it's a very vague term that has like you know, it, it doesn't have a real meaning. But no. it ha- it, but in context, it can mean pretty much anything. Yeah, but it, I, it's go, it's gonna die soon. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see people talk about P that long. I'm out here pushing D, pushing D, pushing D. That sound wild. <laughs> you know how they be. You know how the gay dudes be doing the remix. Oh, it's <laughs> probably some gay dude out there. Uh, this is D. this is a fact. R. Kelly was the first artist to ever push P. <laughs> Very first one. I was weak. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, when I text you that, yeah. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. And now I'm seeing if you guys pay attention now, like that we mentioned the whole push and pee shit. Now you're gonna go on the internet, you're gonna see a bunch of people with those little the the P uh what do you call it? The letter P symbol. Mm, the little blue little, square. The little blue square. Mm. And it was some it was some older lady dancing or something. They said, Oh yeah, she definitely a P. Like, <laughs> she definitely a P. I'm just so lost in the language of these young people. Like, and I'm still pretty young myself. Yeah. But goddamn, I'm old enough to not know what the fuck these now, kids are talking about. It's funny time. because that that that's not new lingo. It's just new because Gunna got the number one album in the country. Uh, but um, I know a guy. Uh, he'd be like, "Yo, what's up, P?" Like that's just the way he talks. So yeah. I never even made the connection. But like, it, it's certain people that has. That have used that lingo before. It's just kind of, you know how it is. It's, it's, it pops up in a rap song. The rap song is, you know, popular. I'm too old to be saying that shit. I wonder. I feel bad. For, I feel bad for the guy that's not comfortable being his age. There's probably some dude that's 35 that's really like doing all the young kid trying shit. To be, trying just trying to be cool. Yeah, wearing mm-hmm. the super tight pants and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you're are if you like around my age and you're wearing like um, super tight pants and Balenciagas, bro, you need to grow up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is it's bad, though. Maybe some high fashion that's just trash. Trash. Those Balenciagas are so fucking ugly. I'm also Fuck. I'm also tired of those boots Kanye West been wearing. Oh my god, Kanye walking around with these goddamn Frankenstein boots on. Yeah, them are disgusting. Shit, man, that shit looks like those boots look like a fucking weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, those they look like uh, he died a long day of gardening. Not you can't garden those big motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Hell no. <clears throat> those those look like like you remember those shoes sodas from back in the day. Oh yeah, I remember the sodas. Those motherfuckers look like sodas with mm-hmm. on steroids. Yeah, and he be wearing them big boots everywhere. He wore them big boots over. That's why Kim K didn't want him at her at his daughter's birthday party because he was <laughs> wearing them big fucking boots everywhere. <laughs> he said he wore them in the shower. He didn't say that, did he? In the song, yeah. Yeah, they actually red the they actually red wings. Really? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I seen that somebody zoomed in on a logo with some Red Wings. Ain't no Red Wings look like that. They had where the brand said Red Wings. They didn't Photoshop that on there. It was what the fuck? But they those boots aren't for sale yet, are they? I have no idea. I don't know if that's his personal brand or if that's you know something you could buy. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah. If if Kanye, if you could hear this, if you ever come across this broadcast, I just want you to know to stop wearing them fucked up boots, man. He think he'd be swaggy too. Yeah, I would tell I would tell Kanye too. I'd be like, "Hey man, them boots ain't it, dude. <laughs> you want to see your kids? Take them goddamn boots off, man." <laughs> Watch, I'm gonna put this on. I'm gonna Google it. Kanye boots. Oh, but they say Red Wing. It says Kanye boots Red Wing. I told you he collab. Must have been a collaboration. I don't know what's going on. Red Wing make work boots, dog. There might be some sort of some, some job. What the fuck? Red Wing Macari. What the fuck? Wow. Red Wing Kanye boots, $1,800. $1,800? What are, I mean, I wonder what they're used for. <clears throat> Probably like working in a coal mine or something like that. I have no idea. Probably I have no idea. 
But he got two pair of boots. He got a brown pair that's different than these. But mm-hmm. them, them motherfuckers are massive, yo. <laughs> they got a, the, let's see, Mercari. Kanye West, West really walked in a store and was like, yo, I got to have these. And then just never took them off. Give me the biggest boot y'all got. <laughs> I want a boot bigger than my brain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Red wing, 17 rubber boots, $140. God damn. Hold on. Not those. He got two pair. He got these motherfuckers and he got those brown ones. Mm-hmm. I think the the brown ones is um the brown one. I mean the uh I think they're um here they are right here. These is Adidas boots. These are the ones he was wearing. They nine hundred and eighty dollars. You seen those? Mm mm. These right here. Oh yeah, I seen those. Yeah. Them motherfuckers <laughs> big as fuck too. I've been wearing those in some weeks. He's got what? the red wings on. I said he ain't wore those in some weeks. He got the red wings on. Yeah, looking like a straight fool. Damn. These motherfuckers look like COVID. <laughs> Jeez, Kanye, come on, man. What what's up with this? I think um um Antonio Brown was wearing these brown ones. The brown brown what? The he, Yeezys? Yeah, he's wearing the brown Yeezys. He's wearing them. So these are $1,097. Holy shit. And he's got Yeezy got so many shoes I didn't even know about, dude. Yeezy Knit, these are six hundred dollars. Yeezy five hundred, those are two forty eight. I wonder if the Red Wing stock went up. Before you guys go out and buy Yeezys, I just want you to know that it took him a dollar fifty to make that fucking shoe. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a brand. You're buying a brand, I guess, but dog, fuck. No, no, not happening. They showed the process of Jordans being made, and it just pissed me off. I seen it on TikTok. Uh huh. It just looks so cheap. Yeah. It just put a big layer. They put a layer of glue, then they put the top piece, mm-hmm. and it went psh, psh, and just pushed just it off to the side. It, stuck it together. Stuck it to the side with all the other cheaply made Jordans. Yeah. I'm like, and motherfucker, to spending two hundred and twenty dollars on this shit. Jordans is fire though. The design looks good. Yeah. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know if I mean I it's. it's Shoes is, or the value of anything is whatever you want to spend on it, but. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But if you, the, the only fucked up thing about it is people will spend $220 on Jordans, but if they have a, a friend that came out with the shoe and the shoe happens to look decent and the friend says, hey, I'm selling this for $120, they would be like, oh, dang, that's a little pricey. That's facts. Because they ain't never won no dunk contest or yeah, won six you, championships. The, you, you're selling the shoe when you are successful. When you're Michael yeah. Jordan and you're arguably the best player to ever play the game and you sell something, people want that thing. They yeah, want that's it. facts. They want that thing. When you're Kobe, they want to wear Kobe's shoes. Yeah. you know. But nobody wants to wear a certain type. Nobody wants to wear the same shirt that I have on now because Eddie wore it. I want to make it to, the, to that level someday. But but that's the thing. Like, it's... it's um, Obviously, it takes $10 to make a Jordan shoe or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, any value is because of a name, <clears throat> just because of a logo that's on it. Like, even Kanye West is selling uh, Gildan shirts, but, you know, since yeah. it's Kanye West, they're $300. He is selling a Gildan shirt that's probably about a dollar twenty, mm-hmm. like, literally, a, maybe even less, maybe for him for wholesale and he's i mean he's buying thousands of shirts yeah so we're talking maybe maybe 75 cents a Mm t-shirt and he and he he was selling it for like over a hundred dollars it was the life of pablo shirts Mm -hmm. and all they did was put designs on them just the screen print screen printed fucking transfers a hundred dollar t-shirt yeah 
Kanye is makes so much money, dude. It's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Remember when we went to the Childish Gambino concert and that dude was selling fake Gambino merch? Yeah. You know how yo people are so. Thinking what's funny about people in LA is they're so like they do like that. That's criminal. That's actually a crime. But yeah, <laughs> but it's so smart. You know that Childish Gambino is coming to town. So, or actually, he lives in LA. You know he's coming to town, at least his concert's coming to town, Mm -hmm. and you were smart enough as a person that makes fake merchandise to make Childass Gambino merchandise. Yeah, there was one, when we went to J. Cole concert, um, there was one guy (laughs) after the concert, and mind you, the, the, um, I guess, boosted merch, whatever you want to call it, the knockoff merch, um, is never, it's like, it's never how the real merchandise looks. (laughs) No. Like, they just... Photoshop pictures of J. Cole and like put a basketball next to him. Yeah, they took a picture of Childish Gambino from high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like he was like 18 there, man. What yeah. are you talking about? But the guy was walking around like, T shirts, T shirts, get your T. And these guys are like very aggressive too. So they'll look you in your eye and then, you know, you know, make sure you. Hey, nigga, I'm yes. talking to you, T shirts. Yeah, exactly. Nigga, put your phone down. I see you over there. <laughs> <laughs> so one dude was so one dude was walking around and you know it was a bunch of people like nah I'm good or some people ask questions like hey how much is that he like twenty dollars he's like ah I'm cool that's that's a little bit too much and um so he walking through and he was getting into an argument with somebody else like I don't even know what it was about it might have been about the t-shirt in some capacity um so they get into argument they going back and forth like nigga I put this shirt down and fire on your ass it was like that kind of conversation <laughs> and then like. <laughs> It was like a it was like a group of niggas selling fake t shirts walking around with <laughs> walking around with a duffel bag, right? And then uh, <laughs> the guy that was getting ready to get into a fight, he's talking to his other guy that was selling shirts. He's like, nigga, it's time for me to get out of here. It's a bunch of broke ass niggas walking. <laughs> I'm like, you the one selling shirts. <laughs> hey nigga, we spent five hundred dollars on J. Cole tickets and we the broke ones. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so hilarious! <laughs> it's so true. Oh man, and it's like the way that they be like, Draco T-shirts, so and so. These are the fire ones right here. These ones fire, man. Come get yeah. these shirts. You be like, bro, that's not real shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they sell they sell shirts almost like it's the nineteen twenties. What the kids selling newspapers? Yeah, it's like, you, yeah. It's like <laughs> read all about it. <laughs> yeah, the slaves are free. Read all about it. <laughs> Kuta Kente is free. <laughs> nah, that's oh, real. Man. And they, and they, they look, they look terrible enough to where it's like, nah, I'm not spending. Maybe if they were cheaper, you know, you might get one because it's still low key a memory. It's not an official memory, but it's right. still a memory because you bought it kind of at the concert. Right. But I think they should have. What they should have done was uh, had somebody online or looked at somebody's, uh, you know, tour merch because you know people post stuff on Twitter. Um, just seeing what they posted and then like try to recreate those because it was like basic shirts. It was like the off season stuff, you know, with the logo on there and and stuff like that. But they were like, they were like, like I was saying, like photoshopping pictures of J Cole and putting a basketball next to him. That was it's not fire. even creative. I think honestly, <clears throat> honestly, if you had boosted merch that was dope, I would buy it. <laughs> I would buy it, bro. I'm not gonna lie. like if it was yeah. dope though. Like if yeah. you actually had good and here's the thing you can sometimes start at a place that ain't very honest but you can get respect that way especially in la yeah for sure if you got fire like knockoff merch 
You yeah. could but you could definitely build a name for yeah. yourself. Yeah. There was a dude that was on no jumper and um there the one of the, the hosts there, House Phone, he was talking to him and basically Balenciaga stole his idea. And they used that same print and idea from um, Tiger King. They took the same idea from Tiger King mm-hmm. that he had, and they used it and put it out in Balenciaga. And but he just didn't get no I'm get no credit for it. He said, that's cool, though. He said, that's still a good look for me. People don't even realize it. I'm still getting money from my shit. So Dang. I was like, but see, but you have to understand, just like when, whenever we start brands and we get motivations from things we've seen as kids or like things that I've shown you, Keith, when it comes to... Uh, some of the things I'm trying to start from my brand. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think that those top brands are looking at what we're doing? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's real. They're looking at somebody like, yo, that's dope. I'm going to take that. And then they know that that person that they're stealing from, they know that that person doesn't have it trademarked. Oh, yeah. I I thought about, um, I, I want to say specifically, like, so I've been, register my like uh trying to register like certain llc's for my different businesses and stuff yeah um but i was looking at somebody's record label and they had only registered in like 2019 mm. and that was like after they had certain like successful mixtapes and stuff yeah, that yeah, had yeah. came out and i was like dang it could have been a thing to where if 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 you know the up and coming artists or up and coming clothing line or whatever that they ain't got their business in order, mm-hmm. you could definitely and we had this conversation before, mm-hmm. but you can definitely go in there and register something prior to anybody you know getting their hands on it because mm-hmm. it's you know it's you can have a street buzz, but you know legally with copyrights and you know uh, business registrations and stuff, it's a whole different yeah. ball game. You got to the the best thing to do when it comes to any like business or anything is to have it in writing. If you mm-hmm. don't and not only if if not in writing, have it documented in some capacity, mm-hmm. because when it comes down to it, a motherfucker, can, if a motherfucker can make 20 million dollars off something that you started, that sucks because you, you're not entitled to anything. Yeah. They would be giving you for them to give you any money would be them giving you a, a favor. Yeah. And it, the fucked up thing is they just took your idea and ran with it. Yeah, you just got to, I mean, that's the thing, like, now, what I've learned is, like, I'm more willing to spend the upfront fee to be legit mm-hmm. than have to worry about stuff on the back end, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. That's, it's just, it's, like, it makes life so much easier. Even, like, <clears throat> now, I'm, when it comes to, like, music and stuff, I do it on my own, like, I'm, and I'm paying for certain things, whether it's a feature or a mix or whatever, you know, out of my own pocket, but even so... To where, like, I'm getting a, a record cleared, like, going through all the legal precautions and lawyers and stuff, just because I'd rather be, like, correct on the front end versus, like, you know, you just never know what, you know, things going viral every single day. Like, your thing go viral and then you ended up having to give up all of your publishing because, mm-hmm. you know, you know, they have the leverage now. They, like, they can tr- strip your song or whatever. So I think everybody, you know, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, almost being when it comes to getting LLCs and stuff, there's taxes that are associated with it. But yeah. sometimes you got to be a little bit premature to push yourself in the direction. Mm. And I think that's like, you know, I think that's kind of what I've learned. Obviously, you're going to take the hit financially, but it puts you it puts you in a, a mental space where you like, oh, this is legit. You know, like yeah. if I if I say you got like a cookie company or a T-shirt company or something yeah. like that, you might have to like. Um, you know when you when you get that LLC, it's like you know sink or swim at that point because you know you gotta you know you 
got to pay certain taxes every mm-hmm. year. So it's like, you know, I got to do everything within my power to make sure this is financially successful. How often do you got to pay? Is it quarterly? <clears throat> so um, you could pay yearly. You can pay your taxes mm-hmm. uh, annually, mm-hmm. just whenever, you know, the normal tax day is. Or you can pay it quarterly. So every three months you could uh, you could pay. Um, you just meet up with your... It, it makes it a lot easier for people that make a lot of money. Um, and then also uh, there's an $800 um, like annual tax that you have to pay like every april i, I think it is mm. so yeah it, it gets it gets steep but there's also a lot of write-offs that you you get you know and there's that's the that's the the american dream is honestly owning a business because you can buy you could purchase a car under your business you could purchase a house under your business you can write off you know say this is a trucker's mind podcast is um somehow like a I don't know how it would be coined as far as a business goes, but whatever type of podcast business there is, you know, you could write off the rent for the space we're in, the equipment, it depreciates all this. Yeah, it doesn't technically have to be a business, but you can have like a production company and Mm -hmm. a Trucker's Mind podcast falls under that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just just like when it comes to like the Brilliant Idiots podcast, they're under Loudspeakers Network. Mm Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I'm sure they probably have some sort of brilliant idiots, um, some sort of business business tied to it. Yeah, just so they can keep everything connected. Like even uh, Rory was talking about, um, he was making a joke about how he was uh, buying like sex toys and stuff. And he accidentally put it on his, a certain account. Um, But, you know, when you have, you know, certain money, it's like sectioned off in a sense right, so we right, have right. A, a trucker's mind podcast pool of money where advertisement dollars goes in production mm-hmm. money goes out advertising dollars goes out um and you could section that off and then your personal account right here and then maybe uh you know for me my app you know the money generated goes in and then you know right. goes out paying you know coders and stuff like that my, so. my thing is the number one thing when i come across a lot of money the number one thing i'm going to do is hire a lawyer that's the number one thing I'm gonna do, <clears throat> because not so much. I don't even know if it's not so much a lawyer, a lawyer or uh, like a financial advisor, or not uh-huh. even not so much a financial, but just somebody that can somebody that can help me not pay taxes. Yeah, for sure. Somebody that knows all the tax codes. I don't mm-hmm. think that a, a financial advisor may know all that. It may be a lawyer. Yeah, uh, probably more so probably a ca- an accountant. Accountant just- actually. You know, anybody that's like really good with taxes, that's like really looking out for you, can help you out with yeah, that. Yeah, man. But but it comes down to moving a certain way throughout the year, because if it comes to the end of the year, they could finagle some stuff. But um, generally, like you want to be able to, like you said, like I said, like make sure you're purchasing certain things under your business accounts, and make sure you're keeping certain receipts, make sure you're keeping track of your miles, and yeah, all this kind of stuff. My God, we're boring the shit out of our listeners right now. Hey man, you got you need this financial literacy. I hope not. Yeah. You guys still awake? Are you guys still up? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're selling pussy. Read all about it. <laughs> that woke somebody up right there. That woke somebody up. Who's selling pussy? <laughs> <laughs> filet of fish sandwiches. Everybody woke up with that one. Man, I ain't had a filet of fish in a cool minute. 
Yeah, I might have to slide after that podcast. Slide over there. Mm-hmm. They'll be closed though, man. No time they close. It's fucking yeah. It's nine something already right now. They ain't gonna be open. What time do they? I thought McDonald's closed at like eleven, maybe. Ah, uh, nah. Something. I think ten or something like that. Ten. That's something. trash. Yeah, that sucks, man. They used to have a twenty-four hour McDonald's that was on uh, on Panama uh, back in the day, mm. and um, I would like leave the club and get off real late, and I'll go straight to that McDonald's. Yeah. Man, I would have a steaming hot uh, McDouble, mm-hmm. and you know it used to uh, it, when it hit your stomach, it, it feel like a brick, but it tastes good going. <laughs> yeah, yeah it tastes good. The experience yeah. of consuming it is good. Everything after that is just like. One time I ate, I ate three McDoubles. One time I was like, yeah, I ain't gonna be able to shit for a week. <laughs> that's that's de- definitely you'd be feeling constipated after. Oh that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all right, switching gears. Um, recently, a millionaire named Mike Br- Mike Black um, did like a social ex- uh, a social uh, experiment where he went from being well off to basically going, <clears throat> I guess, homeless um, in order to just show um, his tenacity and eagerness to get wealth back from that state. Um, to, for me, I, I thought I thought it was a pretty cool. Um, a pretty cool exper- experience or experiment, excuse me. Um, but ultimately, there's this, a, it's a very nuanced thing um, because this is the guy who has had financial literacy and businesses and owned a lot of things and came more or less from privilege and basically took all of that away according to the internet. But, you know, this nigga got a camera crew following him and shit. Um, <laughs> but I, I just, for me... I felt that it's hard to quantify what the bottom is when everyone, not only everyone's bottom is different, but like being in poverty or homeless or whatever encompasses so many more things than just like not having finances. There's a whole mind state involved. But um, yeah, the dude had a hustle about him. Um, He was just showing how he was doing stuff, which I thought was cool. But yeah, I'm just curious to see what Keith thought about it. I think think it's... um it's it i think there may be some people that are looking at that situation like maybe deeper than he intended it to be right. i think he was trying to show this idea that um it's uh there's a line by jay-z that says put me anywhere on god's green green earth and i'll triple my worth so i think that line you know um connects to this journey is uh more so than like you know, him being um, the typical homeless. I don't even know. There's no such thing as a typical homeless person, but a homeless person that is, you know, maybe pushing a cart and got the matted up hair and, you know, panhandling outside of the stores and stuff. He had, he already had the mindset. Exactly. That he was going to be successful and he, and he uh, pushed himself, you know, to what seemed like his limits as far as going hungry and, and stuff like that. Um, but I, the, I think it's impressive. Um, I didn't watch the full video, but you know, there was, I probably got like a quarter of the way through it, but just seeing how like, and, and these are things that I, I can, you know, attest to, or that I try to, to tell people myself, like, you know, he started out basically flipping couches on offer up and, you know, making, you know, a hundred dollar profit here, you know, $50 here, 200 here, um, all the way until he saved up, you know, a few thousand dollars. But 
the things that he's doing is like is is actually spot on and the, he didn't do anything technically wrong um the the things that he was doing was like like I said before stuff that I would mention to people and it's you, like you say you can't quantify it's hard to relate his homeless experience to someone that has mental illness that's just walking down the street but I think above all he he gave a uh an example of you know if you mix some financial literacy with a little bit of hustle and a little bit of you know stick to itiveness um that you could come out on the other side and be successful. And I think, it, I think more than anything, it's like a motivational tool for people that are out there and they're not, you know, doing so well in life right now. Yeah. He's getting a lot of mixed reviews. I'm looking at some of the stuff from his, um, his Instagram, this shit wild, but I don't know what, I think this person was being, what do you call it? Uh, I don't think they were being honest. He said, bro, your dad died because you had a pessimist mindset, bro. Just get the best out of every situation. Change your mindset, bro. Now you can rent out your father's crib or sell his car. Just keep grinding, bro. I don't know what. And it's three people liked it. I don't know why somebody liked that. You will crack it. Keep grinding, man. Mindset's everything. Then somebody said, you, you, you got this. You're amazing. Inspiring others. Okay. He's getting some good reviews. Somebody else. Somebody said something here at the top. They said, I'm glad you're not. You you haven't gone viral. This is toxic mindset towards homelessness problem. I think people that look at this so many different ways. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't think it's a toxic mindset. I think that he's just trying to, um, he's just trying to record his journey in doing this and just showing, I guess, showing people what you can do if you actually put your mind to it. But he already has the information. I, I like I mentioned before. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but poverty. There's so many things to embody in poverty. Nobody really knows what the fuck's going on. They're just trying to. They're struggling from day to day. Most people are paycheck to paycheck trying to pay their bills. I just don't know. I don't think he's disingenuous, but I just don't know how much help he's getting off camera too, because it's hard to quantify um, this experience from taking all your shit away and having a shirt and a phone and all these things. You also, you just don't know how honest people are being on the internet, but. Yeah. I I mean, there's, I mean, it's always a possibility that he could be, he could be being dishonest. Um, But even if he was lying, that formula is still like, if you have enough hustle and enough tenacity, that formula is like, it works. You know, somebody, Somebody put, he says, he says, why I'm ending this project early. So this is May 20, May 14, 2021. Then it says your egoist theater mocks real suffering. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I love what you did, man. Big, big ups. I'm very happy to see you. Thank you very much for the look. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some people that are, that's salty about this shit and some people that, some people think he's disingenuous, and some people think he's cool. I don't think you. Every there are people that are gonna be on the fence about what you do. That's yeah, why that's my that that was my biggest thing. It's like I when I see him and see his personality, he doesn't he doesn't even seem like a YouTuber. He just seems like a person that decided to do this like wild experiment one day, um, and you know, in in that instance, like. You know, I I think he's being you know genuine for for the most part. But I think even um, 
and even even us or any like any success that I may acquire, I feel like there's there's a simplification that goes into me saying certain things like, um, you know, people would be like, dang, like, how could you afford a down payment on a home or whatever? And I'd be like, well, all I did was during the quarantine, we were getting unemployment checks every week. And all I did was, you know, save those and put those into the stock market. And then when it came time to buy the house, I just put the money in there. Um, that may, that, excuse me, that said that really loud, that may be an oversimplification and, um, you know, for, for people out there, but that's like kind of what happens. There's maybe not a lot of nuance and, you know, obviously there's, uh, other worldly factors that, that go into that. Even with this guy, like, you know, he's not, he may not be, um, 1000% transparent because, Obviously, he he has like he understands, uh, you know, flipping stuff. He he knows how to get, you know, he knows how to gain money when there is no money. He's kind of like a he, he's playing a middleman in a lot of situations. But um, that's just it just kind of yeah. is what it is. Like one it's one here. It says day one ninety three update zero to one million in 12 months. Total revenue, 28K. And it just shows what he's selling. He's selling like couches and he's selling this and he's selling that. I think that like if you want to talk about like like me and you, we would never do anything like this. But if you look around this room, there are, th- there are things of value here. We got mm-hmm. thousands of dollars worth of shit in this room. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's just using what he has and getting it out. So, I mean, that's that's not too hard to believe. Yeah. When it comes to that. Yeah. Um, I'm really big on working for free. There's so many benefits if you approach it in a smart way. Yeah, I don't I don't see a big issue with it. But then, yeah, yeah. I, I encourage everybody to go check this out to get a more nuanced um, look at what this guy's doing. Um, his name is Mike Black. His YouTube is actually doing decent, <clears throat> but the Instagram is not doing nothing. Really? At all. I think Instagram is doing that shit on purpose, though. I mean, it's visual content, so you I mean it takes a lot to. If you if you want to dive into that story, I don't know if pictures is going to help you. Like, you know what I mean? No, he's posting videos, dude. On the Instagram, yes. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah, the motherfuckers ain't getting no traction, dude. I mean, that's the same thing with our YouTube. Ain't nobody watching. Yeah, that- <laughs> <laughs> no, his YouTube's cracking though. I, what I'm saying but is, his IG like, is just the different platforms. Got it's it, like, got it. Yeah, you know. some are struggling, mm. some are doing great. That's how tick. I mean, it'd be people with like 30 million TikTok people and then they may have like one million on instagram yeah but that's a lot one million on instagram is a lot yeah. i'll tell you this much right now there is no doubt that if if we had if you give if you just give me and keith a million subscribers just a million real people to look at our content first of all our content's gonna go crazy secondly we're gonna have a lot of money because mm-hmm. i know the numbers that exist out of the one million people you mean to tell me that two hundred thousand aren't willing to buy something that i'm selling yeah that's a lot of fucking people. 200,000 people out of a million, mm-hmm. you would say like, oh, that's failing. But I would say that's success. Mm-hmm. You know what's sad? And they've seen, and I've seen this. There are these, and this is why I really don't, when I look at the whole Instagram model or OnlyFans thing, the more I look at it, I don't blame these girls. I'll tell you why. If you got 1 million followers, but you work at Target, you failing. Yeah. If you got a big old booty and you want to show it, on your OnlyFans, fuck it. Somebody's going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, just don't expect to get cuffed. No, nah, don't yeah. expect anything serious from a guy. But mm-hmm. if you want to make money and not have to work a job, you totally can do it. If your booty is built like that, 
you're going to make a lot of fucking money. Yeah, sometimes I'll be scrolling through TikTok and then there's the the women that be on live and it's always the same type of same woman. type yeah. always in got her cleavage out or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny? I think me and your algorithm is a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Only because we we don't see a lot of like nudity, like naked women or women doing thirst traps, but they mm-hmm. lives always pop up for some reason. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And then if you you know if you ever click on a live video and you swipe up, it's another girl just like that. That's the same. That was one girl I seen. I think she was getting her pussy a life on <laughs> on TikTok. Was she reading a book? No, she was like, she just was on her phone. But you could hear them. Oh my god! But she wasn't making no like reaction to us. So I was I was sitting there for a long time trying to figure out what exactly was going on. Well, she was looking at her phone like, oh, oh my god! Uh-huh. But it was she wasn't like <laughs> she wasn't reacting to what whatever was going on. You could just hear it sounded like a dog drinking water. Wow! But yeah, I was just like, and then all like, of us, and then all of a sudden, you just seen a do rag pop up. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas need to stop having sex with do-rags on. Oh, man. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think it was one I seen where some girl was like reading a book and all you heard was... Nah. Yeah. Nah. That, that's... If, you, if you go like on Google and you look up like a trend of like, I guess, women having sex on TikTok but mm-hmm. not showing the person hitting them from they the gonna, back... They're going to... I can't even think of the word, but they're going to crack down on that. They might, but they might not because they're technically not having sex. It's just it's sounds. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, that's true. But that's, that's it. it's only scary, and, and I'm an adult, but it's only scary because. You don't know. my co- We were watching the 49ers game, and my cousin is maybe six, seven years old, and mm-hmm. he's scrolling through TikTok. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So I'm like, dang, this is like. Imagine is knowing me at you know ten eleven years old. If I'm scrolling through and I see some female on there, like, and I don't know if their algorithm is different, you know, based on their age, but I would have been like, "Damn, what's going on right there?" Imagine if you scrolling through TikTok and then you just see somebody standing there and all you hear is that just sound, it's so wild that they, you can't do that, dog. Like they gotta they gotta switch it up. That's not that's not good. People look they find all the ways around the the guide or not the guidelines, but around the yeah they they find the ways around the rules to mm-hmm. post like this sexual shit on there. Yeah, but, yeah, there's. Real sly with the uh, that song that's I did, that just blew my mind that somebody on there getting smacked and yeah. And what's funny too is that you'll see the girl that's on the live on TikTok and they'll be like almost naked and be like uh uh-uh, uh don't be sending no disrespectful stuff don't say nothing disrespectful I'll block you yeah. I will block you don't be saying it's like girl shut your stupid yeah. ass up your titties is disrespectful yeah your titties is disrespecting everybody and it's not dis- disrespectful because they on camera. It's disrespectful because you're not showing me. <laughs> like, why would you have your tit- your cleavage just popping out and not showing me the titties? Big <laughs> titties read all about it. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> that's hilarious, man. Nah, TikTok. Yeah, TikTok is TikTok is. Um, we talked about it before, but it's just the it's like the most amazing app that I've seen. Yeah, I, I seen the TikTok of this dude that was making fun of porn sites. He said. Don't you hate it when you look watching porn and the person be like, are you watching porn all by yourself? <laughs> like, yeah, who am I supposed to be watching it with? <laughs> <laughs> That's comedy. Yo, that, that was even that guy. Because it'd, it'd be so much information on there and people, 
because they want to grow their platforms, they're so transparent with right. the, with the information. Even that video I sent you where the guy was in the studio and he was like basically talking about he's talking about Travis Scott, but he's like yeah. Travis Scott was the worst person I've ever, you know, artist that I've ever worked with. Yeah. Um but he he his thing is cool because he's an engineer and he works in different studios and he's met all the biggest artists in the world pretty much. Um, but he's just giving up stories and stories you would never hear anywhere else and unless he did a podcast or something, but He's just on TikTok and, you know, giving these two-minute stories, three-minute stories. And I'm just like, dang, like nowhere, you know, else would you get this information. And all you got to do is set up your phone. Because even with YouTube turned into a space where if you didn't have a camera out, your content didn't even hold up to the standard of other. Because there's some people that were shooting on 4K cameras and stuff like that. But TikTok is still in a space where... You don't even have to have a, mm. you know, 4K. You could literally pull your phone out and you still could get. You know all is. TikTok is? TikTok is Vine on steroids. Yeah, for sure. That's what TikTok is. Vine on steroids um, with actual great content on there. Yes. Because I think Vine at a certain point was just kind of. too short. Funny stuff. Well, how, how tall long was Vine? Like 15 seconds, 10 I seconds? I think seven was. Seven seconds. It might have capped out at seven. But it was yeah. primarily like funny. And you try to squeeze the funny in in seven seconds. But TikTok is, if you want to learn about God or you want to learn it's about there. Islam or whatever, you could learn all that, that information. Yeah. yeah. There are certain people that got huge from Vine. And when Vine went down, they their following transferred to Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, King Kiron. He one of them. Uh, King Kiron, uh, King Bach. Yeah, uh, people. Oh. You know, people sleeping on the short form content is like king right now. So everyone, every app is getting into it. But the YouTube Shorts is another, um, another. I haven't used thing. those. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's almost like TikTok to where they're trying to push the short short form content. I think it's like 15 seconds or something like that. Oh, wow. It may be a little bit longer, but yeah, they, uh, they're they trying to push that. It's kind of like the Instagram Reels, um, that same type of like short form content. Um, if you wanted to just keep swiping through type of thing, yeah. I think that if you're a person that creates content, especially like us at this podcast, we got we got to start talking about doing some skits, man. But yeah, we do a it. we do some skits of some in any capacity that goes viral. That helps me and Keith because me and Keith, all we're doing is directing traffic to the content. Like mm-hmm. we we don't we don't make skits. Like that's not what me and Keith do. We just craft conversation. But we yeah. do a skit that goes crazy. That's gonna that's gonna help us a lot. Plus, it's different content to give the listeners something to actually see. That's what I've been thinking. Like um, focusing on in 2022, like. Just turning myself more so into a brand, and yeah. or more so just drawing attention to myself in in any capacity, whether it's uh, writing a script. Like so, for me, I have a. Hopefully, they the the lady messaged or emailed me and said that this will happen. But there's a best unproduced screenplay list that's supposed to be coming out. Um, was supposed to be out already, but it's it's going to come out soon and. Supposedly my script is on there, right? So that's mm-hmm. a screenplay, and then I have like music that I that I've been trying to like be more consistent with, and then obviously the podcast, and you know just a little stuff here and there working with Pat, you know mm-hmm. where I might pop up in a music video or whatever every every now and then. Um, so just kind of like building like a, a brand around yourself, and I think that's like that's the power, right? So when you when 
like for me right now, I only have like 1,200 Instagram followers. So I don't have much leverage as far as like the things that I can do. But if I walk into a meeting and I have like 60,000 followers and a blue check mark, um, things start to look a little bit different. Like, oh, dang, he could draw this amount of people. And it's legit people that actually care about the content. It's not no paid for people or the content. Um, the reach is connected to the amount of followers. So if I get if I post a picture, it's not going to be two people liking it. It'll be you know comparable to the amount of followers that I have. So I think that's the, that's the, the push for me is just like, you know, just being more, uh, out there or, you know, being more apparent, you know, in the, in the social media space. Yeah, man. You said you got 1200. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forgot. I think I got, I got 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Hey man, I mean, we still on the upswing from this shit. This shit is a process, and yeah. I think that we're we're in a time too that if you're a content creator and you want to get your shit out there and it's actually decent conversation, mm-hmm. it's going man. Who knows how long it's going to take? You may have to meet somebody. It's going to take a certain type of break, but yeah. until then, we're going to figure it out, and you guys will all be uh, documenting this whole uh, journey. Journey, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and wrap it up, man. Where we at? Uh, one twenty-eight. Okay, well. It wasn't a super duper long episode. We didn't, you know, kill you guys. Um, but we appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? And if you made it to the end of this podcast, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Things. We are out of here. Peace.